You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Life Rules Podcast, where we talk about your real-world questions and music. Each week, we'll bring you conversation, advice, and stories based on real-life experiences to help you authentically live your best life. Whether you're making the rules or breaking the rules, you deserve a life that rules. Hey, lovers. And hitters. I'm Roxy Rocketfire. And I'm Tabs. I have a story for you. Let's hear it. I should not give my driver the day off. Driving today was ridiculous. (laughs) Have you ever used the Waze app, W-A-Z? Nope. Okay. It, it's outsmarting traffic together. And I'm not mad, right? Mm-hmm. It usually gets me out of some pretty big jams. Yeah. And it, I was pressed for time today. And I looked and it said, going this route will save you six minutes from being stuck in traffic due to like an accident or something. And I'm like, this six minutes could turn into much more than six minutes. So I take the route and it's zigzagging me two miles up, one mile over, two miles up, one mile over. Finally, I get on a street that's not like bumper to bumper, Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, oh, this is such a nice area. I'd want to live over here. And then there's a car in front of me. And guess what? A deer. So we're going west. This deer goes across the street. <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me take that back. We're going east. The deer goes across the street, right? I'm like, whew, that was a close one. I'm glad he was paying attention. Pull up next to him at the light. I think he might have given me the nod. I don't even know. It's black at 2 o'clock now outside, <laughs> you know. So I'm waiting to turn left, and I'm like, that was a close one. And I swear to you, if this deer comes back out, we're going to have words. Guess what? Turn left. Now I'm going north. Guess who's going east? The deer. You got it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's like I'm I'm hitting these near misses, right? So I'm, okay, get home, get home. Do this, do that. Uh, take out Torrin. Okay, then I go to get water. Now I get my water delivered, and there are these big five-gallon glass jugs. I don't have time to flip it, right? Mm-hmm. What happens? I'm trying to fill up this big-ass bottle you got for me. <laughs> I miss, spill it on my foot. I still have a wet sock. It's been like an hour. And my biggest pet peeve over all the grammar, over all the things that people do in this world is a wet sock. Why don't you bring a change of socks? First of all, I could just change the one sock. I always have mismatched socks. Like they're the same like cut mm-hmm. and style. They're just a different. Tell me it's about to be out of ink. I'm like, the hell you are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. I just replaced it. I've been printing a lot lately. Mm. So one thing after another, and I'm like, this is really challenging my health. You know what we should talk about today? Health. <laughs> I just don't understand how that story had to do with health. It challenged but... my mental health, my physical well-being. Oh, oh I tried gosh. to get over into the right lane. Somebody was coming up hot. There was something else that went awry. Oh, I uh, well, I saw a dealership and that pissed me off, too. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little dramatic today. Yeah, well, it makes up for you being dramatic every day. So. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we should talk about health. All, all right. kinds of health. What's the first kind of health you want to talk about? Mm, being a girl. Okay. You start. I mean, being a girl means you have to make an extra doctor appointment every year, mm-hmm. which you should do. And if you don't, shame on you. Pause this podcast right now. Go make a doctor's appointment. And then come back and keep listening. Yes. Do you know how to make a doctor's appointment? Yeah. Me too. 
but some people might not know. <laughs> Actually, we've had requests for things, including tell how me to how, to make make a, a, yeah, yeah. how to make a doctor's appointment. Yeah. So what do you do, Tab, when you make a doctor's appointment? Well, you can call, but I know a lot of people have this fear of calling places. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief, nobody can bite you through the actual phone. No. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? They hang up on you? Then yeah. you call back. Yeah. But... A lot of doctor's offices allow you to make an appointment online now. But then how do you face them when you go in and you're all, hi, I'm here for an appointment? Or do you just sit in the lobby and just hope that they know? I don't think the issue is with the appointment. I think the issue is with making the phone call. Really? People are afraid? Oh, yeah. Don't be afraid. No. Communication is a lost art now. Everything's electronic. If you have the skills to be a real-life communicator, you're going to pass you're going to surpass everyone in your uh, genre or whatever, your generation. <laughs> but yes. I'm yep. a music person. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, no. So the girl appointment, like, like, should you just go all the time? Or like, should you go once a year? Or should you only go if you think something's wrong? Like maybe. Oh, no. You should go once a year for sure. And your doctor will tell you if you need to come more mm-hmm. or less, but definitely once a year. Yeah. Um. Why do you think people avoid going to the girl doctor? Well, by people, I mean girls, like biological women. I think it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you don't have a good doctor. Mm-hmm. But if you are uncomfortable, I mean, it's okay. It's not a, a, the best appointment you've ever made in your life. But maybe you do need to find a new doctor. Mm-hmm. It could be the best appointment you've ever made in your life, though, mm-hmm. under certain circumstances. Yeah. Because you're caring for, you know, your wellness in a place that you can't see. Like, yeah. I can't see what's going on up in there. Right. And so it'd be great if we could just trust, you know, visuals. But, I mean, think about it. People are sick all the time inside and they don't know. Mm-hmm. Why is that area any different? Right. And, like, so basically what's going to happen is you're going to go in and they're going to ask you questions and you're going to wear something. Like, do you have a robe at yours? Like, what do you wear? No, I have, like, one of those paper gowns. Okay. Yeah. So I have a classy gyno. (laughs) And at my classy gyno, you get a robe. It's white. Um, No, but I have been to the other kind with the paper. So it's probably going to open in the front so they can do a breast exam. And then also – for the downstairs exam, um, there's the stirrups. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I just, I like, literally, I'm waiting in the doctor. My feet are in the stirrups. I'm laid back. I'm all, <laughs> hey, what's up? When he walks in the room. I have a boy doctor. I have a girl. Okay. So my doctor actually is the brother, um, close in age, of the doctor who delivered me when I was born. Mm-hmm. So there's some history there. I like that they're my people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because my guy retired. But um, they're both really great. And and too, like, it's not uncomfortable. I The first time I ever went to an exam, it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it was just sort of very, like, cold and, like, ugh. Like, it felt very, like, some 70s, like, back alley type of feel. And I feel like it can. Um, I've been to quite a few doctors, um, like lady doctors. But... The one I have now is so great, mm-hmm. and it's not uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like this isn't, eh, maybe I don't want to come back, maybe find a new doctor. Yeah, yeah, because they should make you feel comfortable. Yeah. So I, I have another doctor that I go to for other things, but he's also a gyno, and I was waiting on him, and I didn't need to be in the stirrups. So I laid back, 
And on the ceiling was this little cat, mm-hmm. cut, like not a real cat, mm-hmm. like a picture of a cat cuddling a teddy. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like that's a good thing. Because I mean, whether you're getting a tattoo or a lady exam, you're pretty much counting how many ceiling tiles are up there. Oh, yeah. Even if they're talking to you, you're like one, two. And then they're like, do you like to bowl? No. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't have a problem going. Obviously, I've had a kid, so like it's kind of different once you've had like 20 people checking you out down there <laughs> on a given day in your life. I haven't had a kid, but I still feel like if you have the right doctor, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just so important that you go and just make it a habit. Yeah. Because, I mean, some people like um, some people go because they need like their prescription filled or their monthly, I mean, their annual checkup mm-hmm. or like, you know, more frequently if they're changing birth controls or something like that yeah and so in that case it's like yeah you're gonna go because you kind of have to Mm -hmm. but like don't think that you don't have to because you don't feel like something's wrong yeah and two like when they put that thing in they crank it open it's like a little bit cold but whatever i mean listen if you'll take like a seven inch cock in you (laughs) you can handle this like five inch (laughs) silver duck face thing i don't know i'm just saying So, and seven is like minimum. Mm -hmm. I'm really embarrassed if my mom's listening to this episode. Oops. Sorry, mom. Cover your ears. Okay. But anyway, um, the, I, uh, but I'll talk like this with my doctor. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I'll just say the most ridiculous things. Um, but yeah. So like really when it comes to that, they do like a swab, maybe two in and out, done and done. Maybe Mm -hmm. some tests while they're down there. Good to go. They do some pushing. Like, and I understand that it can probably feel uncomfortable for people because that is like a place where people feel like that's a private space and Mm -hmm. it's a stranger. But like, go to somebody like, first of all, if they've seen one vagina, they've seen them all. Yeah. As someone who used to wax people, Mm -hmm. they're all the same, but not. And like, that's their job, though. Yeah. They don't look at it. No. Yeah. What I will say is make sure that you're clean, whether mm-hmm. you're going for that or a wax. Make sure that you've, you know, you've bathed recently. <laughs> if you have to do any trimming down there, that would be a great time. You wouldn't want any hair stuck in that uh, <laughs> duck face thing. Um, yeah, I would just say, like, you know, keep it clean. And don't ever use talcum powder down there or baby powder down there. Not mm-hmm. good. Not good for health. Of course, I could go on for 25 episodes on natural ways to protect yourself from the perils of life, but... You know, we don't have a lot of time. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, so when you when you call to make a doctor's appointment, whether it's a girl doctor or just like a, a regular, regular doctor. Um, and if you're a boy listening to this and you heard all that, deal with it. You better mm-hmm. be looking out for your woman or even like a parent or something. Yeah. Like I'm not saying to go to your mom and be like, have you had your vagina checked this year? But it's a good <laughs> idea to be like, you know, just cognizant of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you might need your, uh, if you go, if you do call, you might need your um, insurance card Mm -hmm. and you'll need to take that with you to your appointment and usually your ID so Mm -hmm. that they know that like Tabitha's not trying to use my insurance to get her lady parts looked at. Yeah. I don't want your vagina on my file. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also knowing your health history and your family's health history, that's something that you want to know. Yeah. Even if you're not going to the doctor, I feel like that's really good to know just so you kind of have some peace of mind. Mm -hmm. You can be aware of like things that you're predisposed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's good to know because you can do things ahead of time to try to prevent. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, again, I'm going to go back to my more natural side of things. Um, I believe in spending money now 
mm-hmm. so that my medical bills down the road are less expensive. Yeah. Like hindsight is twenty twenty. You know? Yeah. And just because like a member of your family has something doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get it. It's just better to know. Yep. And you can even like like so from like an emotional or mental health standpoint, like you can tell yourself every day, like I'm healthy, I'm going to be okay, I'm not going to get this just because three other people in my family have. I do I do believe in the power of will. I don't think it's perfect, you know, mm-hmm. but I I do think like if you think you're going to get it, I think you're more likely to get it. That's my personal opinion. Mm, I feel like yes and no on that. When I expand. Mm. I feel like you can be afraid that you're going to get something. Um, my mom has had breast cancer multiple times. Mm-hmm. That is a huge fear of mine. Mm-hmm. But do I necessarily think that for sure I'm going to get it one day? No. She doesn't carry the gene. She got tested. But that's still something that I think that I'll be afraid of for my entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's understandable. I yeah. mean, it's just, you know, it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I get that. Um, also, when you go to the doctor and they ask you all the questions and you're filling out your paperwork, be honest with them. Mm-hmm. They don't care how much you drink, if you smoke. I mean, they, they're probably going to give you a little lecture about it, but they need to know so your um, any medications that you're on are correct or or they have like the full history there. They're not the cops. They're not going to arrest you. It's right. okay. And like, um, I know that it might be on my permanent record if I tell them, Mm -hmm. you know, but like it is what it is. Yeah, it's important. It is like if I've I can't even say that. But if I like, let's say like if I wanted to say like, listen, I smoked pot like that might be important. I don't smoke pot now (laughs) Uh, again, you know, but the point is, is like if I did, it would be important for them to know that. Yeah, I just read something the other day about being honest, like, um. Especially if you have to go to the hospital for something, a lot of times, like, alcoholics aren't honest mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. And if you are, like, using drugs or alcohol, they can give you something to help you, mm-hmm. but you have to tell them. Because mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot more hellish. If you don't tell if them. If you don't tell them. And two things can contradict. I'll never forget this one Lifetime movie where, like, this girl needed some. I think she went to go get breast implants. And her friend was in the waiting room. And then the friend, then the, um... Doctor came out and he was like, we lost her. And she's like, huh? He's like, your friend didn't say that she was on cocaine. And I was just like, okay, first of all, no. I feel like they test you for drugs. Like, don't they test you for drugs when you go to the hospital? I don't know necessarily if you go in for something like that. I think that they test to see if you're pregnant. But Yeah. I feel like they test you for some stuff. They test you for something when you go in because people go in and get their blood tested and then sometimes they can't have the surgery or whatever that was going to happen i feel like depends on like maybe if it was like an you know god forbid an accident they would test to make sure like you were okay or yeah 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 but But definitely tell them and like you're not the worst person like if you did have a situation where you actually needed help with something like they need to know yeah like and i i realize that when people do have an addiction they're not forthcoming with Mm -hmm. that information but like even if you don't like want help, like deep down, you probably do. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't know how often people get their blood checked. Ooh, that's that. Mm, uh, this is a tough one. Um, I don't know necessarily how often you should get it checked, but I feel like when you make your um, appointment, even if you're getting like an annual checkup at your family doctor, mm-hmm. they'll tell you. Yeah. Um. I want to say mine, like, typically tries to do it once a year. Yeah. 
So I, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I um, had nine tubes pulled the other day, <laughs> and I was pretty darn proud of myself. Um, it's my blood. I don't want to give it up. I'll keep it. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it comes back. Uh, does it, though? Mm-hmm. Not that particular blood. Not that blood. specific blood. I needed like, that blood. No, you didn't. Wait, where does the blood go if it just stays in you? What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, like, if it can regenerate itself. Am I just using the same blood over and over? I don't know. And then it filters, right? Yeah. Through the kidneys? I don't know. Crap, no, we're supposed to know this. Shit, no. Through the heart. The lymph. Yeah, well. The whole system. Yeah. Uh, this part. Specifically, I couldn't tell you that. Yeah. Because, like, when people have dialysis, don't they get their blood filtered? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the kidneys aren't working. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what your blood type is? I think it's O. I don't know. I'll, when my blood results come back from the nine tubes, I'll let you know. I think that's something important that people should know. Because what if something happens? God forbid. Yeah. You always have to say God forbid. Okay. Well, what if something happens? God forbid. God forbid. And you need a transfusion. Uh-huh. And you don't even know what kind of blood you have. Well, if I need a transfusion, the doctor can be like, hang on, let me check this. Yeah, quick. but then they have to like, it takes time. You can't just be all, oh, I drew a little bit of her blood. This is the type. Like, Doesn't, you have to type it. it. Isn't it like, um, you know, alphabet soup? Like, they pull no. it out and the letter's just in there? No. I could cut my finger right now. We could drip it onto this table and I could see like the little O's floating around. <laughs> no, that's not how that works. It's not. No, but it's important to know your blood type. Okay, I'll work on it. I really think it's O. Positive? Negative? I don't know. Which if one. it's positive, you need to donate. I can't. Oh my god. Yeah, you don't want my blood. It's Ugh. too royal. I have royal blood. <laughs> I can't handle you. But I'll I'll sponsor you if you want to donate blood. I would pay you money. I mean, I do on donate behalf blood. Of me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't. But I support that. I I like. It's kind of like the military. I can't see myself doing that. Like. I could not see myself going to war, so I have, like, extra respect for the people that go to war or serve the country. I think when you have certain blood types, it's important to know, though, and if you have um, a blood type that isn't in, like, it's in high demand and not mm-hmm. a lot of people have it, I think it's really important to donate. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my spiel on that. Mm-hmm. I just, it's really important. You never know who you can help with that. I agree. What about organ donation? Same there. Yeah. Um, my whole theory on that is when I'm dead, I don't need it. So take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know, this is gross. So if you're eating, you might want to like fast forward 30 seconds. But when they, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, did you just hear this? They take your bags, they, your organs and put them in a bag inside of you. I mean, what are they going to do? Just let it sit there and rot? It, what does the body do? When you're dead, it rots. What do you mean? I, that's what I'm saying. I just thought the organs went with it. So, but if you're going to sit there and rot anyway, wouldn't you rather just donate it? Oh, absolutely. But I just think it's weird that they put all your organs in a bag inside of you. Well, if you're not an organ donor, what else are they going to do with it? Scoop it out and throw it in the trash? Ew, I hope you're still fast forwarding. Because if, <laughs> if this were me listening to a podcast, I'd be like, fuck these bitches. Oh, I wouldn't care. I know, because you're morbid. Mm. You're disgusting. It's okay. <laughs> but no, I I think that organ donation is good because when you see those stories about how it helps people, you really realize. And or if you watch a show and they're like, they're waiting on an organ donor, I'm like, oh my God. And I've like known of some younger guys that have donated their 
a kidney to like a parent or mm-hmm. something. Oh, God bless them. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Um, blood sugar or blood pressure. What, what are those? Normal blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do go to the doctor, hospital, wherever you go, they're definitely going to check your blood pressure. It doesn't matter where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, normal range is like 120 over 80. You should know if you typically have a like a slightly elevated or below average blood pressure. That's super important. Um, what do you think mine is? Probably low. You're so right. is mine. Yeah. Yeah. Like 100 over 62. Mm-hmm. That's what mine is. Yeah. It's okay. We have the same blood pressure. See, I could blood pressure donate. I to mean, you. it's probably not like that exact, but yeah, it's around that range. I tend to run low. <laughs> if you ever need somebody to donate pressure to your blood, I'm here for you. Um, blood sugar. Ooh, I used to be super hypoglycemic before I went through my health change. Mm-hmm. I think that's important too. Um, to at least know like a, a range on that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that I didn't really pay attention to until I started researching it. Mm-hmm. And I know it's super important, but I I don't know if you know too much about blood sugar. I mean, I know that people have like insane amounts of like when they do their di- diabetes testing, you mm-hmm. know, like they test it and it's like way out of whack. Mm-hmm. It's bad news. Oh, yeah. That's like that freaks me out. Yeah. Just knowing like I've known a few people who were diabetic and then mm-hmm. like having been hypoglycemic, like, whew. It's like a different, it's the different, but it's the same. It's very weird. Mm -hmm. But there's also not one size fits all. Like there's certain things that like I can't take that most people would say like, oh yeah, just take your vitamins. But like not all like just blanket vitamins are good for every person. Yeah, no. And it's the same with like um, any of these like numbers or or health things that it's important Mm -hmm. to know, like blood pressure, um, blood sugar, all that good stuff. You need to know kind of a family history on that. So you need like so you know what to look out for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because most times when you go into the doctor, you're going to fill out something. They're going to ask for history. And obviously, like if you're adopted or if you like you didn't know your parents, like something like that, mm-hmm. that would be more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you whatever you can find out or know, that's best case. Yeah. And um, also. When would you get an antibiotic? I don't ask me. I suck at taking them. You're the worst. I really am. I do what everyone does. And Not me. I mm-hmm. don't. If someone's going to prescribe me an antibiotic, unless I'm like very, very sick, I'm not going to take it. So, like, if you have a cold, would that work for an would an antibiotic work for that? I don't think so. You're right because that's a virus. Yeah, and antibiotics it has to be a bacterial infection. Yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know if it takes longer than a week to take it. I won't take it. But you should know also, this is probably part of the reason why I don't take antibiotics. If you are on birth control, some antibiotics can like counter react Mm -hmm. and your birth control becomes ineffective. So you have to double up on birth control. Yeah. Or triple up. I mean, definitely ask your healthcare provider before you make those decisions. But we're we're not licensed to give you advice on medical. Just be aware. Being your great. Auntie rocks and auntie tab. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely can. So if you do get prescribed an antibiotic, you need to take the whole thing. Yeah. You need to finish it, like even if you start feeling better. And I always thought that that was like a joke until I realized there was a bunch of people who didn't finish their antibiotics. I'm like, is that real? Guilty. You're the worst. First of all, but- it's not even good for you to really take it because, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. messes your body up a bit. So like you need to take it. So here's the thing now. I know that I 
won't follow through with it. Mm-hmm. So like I said, unless I'm like very, very, very sick, I'm not going to take it. And the last time I was really sick, it was um, a like upper respiratory mm-hmm. and they gave me a steroid and that was only like four days mm-hmm. and I took it all. Yeah. And that's probably the only thing I take medication for. Yeah. No, I get that. No, that's good. I mean, obviously, like, you want to try to avoid certain things, but sometimes, like, you have to, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We need to explore more with health down the road, like mental health and physical mm-hmm. health. Just There's, like, all different dimensions to your overall wellness. Yeah. Financial health. We could do a health yeah. episode every week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll pepper them in, as yeah. people say. Just know that... Going to the doctor is important. Yeah. And drinking your water is important. Eating right. And getting some kind of physical activity. You don't got to go to the gym and like make yourself run ragged and feel like you lifted a building the night before. Like just do something frequently every week. Even just one or two times. Yeah. Even just one or two times a week Mm -hmm. or once a day. Yeah. Any little thing is something. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Good. All right. Well, let's go walk our dogs. Uh, Sounds good. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And connect with us on Instagram at Life Rules Pod. Check you later.